0: Good evening, today we'll be studying the 12th chapter of Hilchot Gerushin. And uh, this chapter will deal with who is believed to testify um, in regards to Gerushin and who is um, allowed to testify in regards to a husband's death, thereby freeing the wife and allowing her to marry um, whoever she pleases. I uh, will also touch on some of the very practical halakhot in regards to um, the aguna, uh, a woman who is entrapped and cannot get um, a get for whatever reason, and how Chahamim really tried to help these agunot um, through the um, through the halachot that they legislated. The 12th chapter. If a woman comes. And says that she is an Eshet Ish, and now she is a Gerusha, Ne'emenet, She'a Pesha Asad, who pe She is believed because the um, mouth that prohibited her is also the mouth that um, caused her to be muteret um, and caused her to um, change her status. And this is an important principle in regards to many, many dinim um, and many halachot that a person has the ability to testify on himself um, in regards to permitting themselves from being permitting themselves um, in regards to an isur because um, they in fact um, yeah because we don't know if something was a sur if not for their own testimony so by them um, testifying and admitting that um, something was asur and then they come and say that they were permitted in regards to it and that is called ha-peh, so they are believed in regards to that and the, again the rule is ha-peh hu ha-peh, um, shahitir, because again um, they themselves testifying are the only proof that um, we have that what they did or what they are is actually um, asur so again if a woman comes and says that she was an ishat ish and now she is a divorcee, she is believed um, because again, if she was presumed to be an ish-ish, and then she comes and says that her husband divorced her, and now she is not believed to um permit herself and um marry anyone else but she did invalidate herself to marry a kohen as we mentioned before a gerusha is permitted is prohibited for a uh, kohen to marry her and if her husband died we suspect um for what she said that her husband um did in fact divorce her and she um, and we do halitsa with her, but we don't um, do yibum with her. Uh, and we do the halitzah because we suspect that she's an almana, and we don't do the yib- yeah we do halitsa because we suspect that she's an almana and she doesn't and we don't do yibum because um, it could be that she's a gerusha and thereby uh, yeah she doesn't do yibum because she's still yeah because she is a she, we suspect that she might be a gerusha, and um, the isur of eshet ah is um, still um, in regard still effective in regards to her status. shehi If there were two witnesses that testify and say that she is she was she is divorced. Even if there is no get that is procured, she may in fact marry. Um, someone from the outset. If the woman procures the get and says that my husband divorced me with this document, she is believed and uh, she um, may um, marry with this get, even though the Bedin doesn't verify the signatures of the witnesses on, on the get, as we mentioned earlier in Perek uh, Zayn. <laughs> if the husband comes and um, protests, <laughs> If the husband says that I did not give her this get, rather it fell um, and she found it, <laughs> Because in this case, the husband um, admitted admits that he wrote it, and the only thing he denies is he that the fact that he um, didn't give it to her. Therefore, she um, is allowed. She, um, she is, um, in fact, divorced with this type of get. And we don't pay attention to the to the husband's um, um, protest. But if the husband says that the get was on a condition or it was. A collateral and I only gave it to her to hold. Or um, I never actually wrote it, and it is a fraudulent get. The get is verified with the witnesses. Uh, the get we check the get and see if it was if we can verify the witnesses, then she um, then she is divorced, or if there are misira, then she would be divorced as well, as we mentioned again in Peregzine. If the get is not verified, she is not uh, she is not to be megoreshet uh, to permit her to marry others. But again, in this case, she would be invalid to marry a kohen, as we mentioned in Halacha Aleph, because she herself. Um, Invalidated herself with her own admission, and made herself like um, a um, like a of isur, like a piece of isur. That because um, she herself admitted th- uh, that she, because her own admission causes her um, the, that causes her to be invalid to a kohen. I mean, again, as we mentioned, someone is um, believed to um, to testify. Um, negatively against themselves. Gima uva hi If her and her husband come to the Bedin, he Yereshani ve'avad amal lo If she says that you do, my husband divorced me and the get was lost, but he says that I, he never divorced her, ishto Even though she is presumed to be his husband had she is believed um, and the reason for this is because is um, is because is yes yes she is believed um, because our presump- the court's presumption is that a woman um, wouldn't act so brazenly and lie and say that her husband um, did not divorce her um, when indeed um, he has. And in this case, um, the woman would take the ikar of the ketuvah, not the tosefet, until she brings um, a more formal proof um, that he actually divorced her. me'gorashit. If the husband comes and says, I divorced my wife, he is not to be believed, but... Uh, we suspect uh, he is not to fully um, divorce the woman but we do suspect um, and and believe him to an extent and the woman is safek even if she admits that she was divorced shema kalkelota he is not believed because um, it's we suspect that the husband um, is um, wants to ruin her status, <speaking in Hebrew> or we suspect that um, the get um, was that was given to her was um, a an invalid get, <speaking> in <Hebrew> and she doesn't know that it is in fact invalid. <speaking> in <Hebrew> or we suspect that she might lie <speaking in Hebrew> um, because she might lie, and she might lie. Um, because she, in fact, believes what he's saying—that he and and she'll and she won't necessarily protest what he says. And she'll lie, be, and while she doesn't know how severe um, her status as an eshet ish really is, if in fact the husband um, did not divorce her, therefore we um, do not uh, consider. Um, she again we do not if the husband says that he divorced his wife he is not an iman and he is only, but but we do suspect what he said and she is even if the woman admitted that she was divorced therefore if therefore the court tells the man if in fact you did divorce her since both of you are here and present do um, divorce her now in our presence, meaning in the presence of the court, therefore, um, there won't be any any um, suspicion um, or yeah, there won't be any suspicion that either party um, is lying, especially uh, the husband. omerim <laughs> If there are two individuals that say that she was divorced, ushnaim machishim otan In two Others say contradict what um, the first set of idim say, and say that she was not divorced. Even if the husband is present and is there, and she says that he divorced her, she is presumed to be a full-fledged ish as she were before the testimony. If she because of the edim, because the edim say that um, she is not that she is that she is divorced, we are afraid that the woman um, would um, rely on the edim because now she has edim to support her and they're on her side. So we suspect that she might lie and say that she was divorced when in fact she wasn't. Therefore, if she did marry. A second husband, uh, the child, she must leave that husband, and the child, if she had from um, this second husband, is considered Imamzer. When is this so? This is only in a case where the people, the witnesses say she was divorced now. So, because if that is the case, we can tell the women if, in fact, it's true that you were divorced. Show us your get. But if the Edim say she was divorced um, a few days ago, the woman can say that the get was lost. Therefore, because of the fact that she says that she is um, a full-fledged eshet ish, sorry, full-fledged, she is fully a gerusha, and two Edim testify on her behalf, even though there are two edim that contradict her, if she marries one of the edim, she does not lead, need to leave him. Because her and her husband know for sure that she was um, permitted and she was divorced. And our presumption is that they won't ruin their own status. But if she married someone other than the edim. because of the fact that um, he is. He did not witness um, the gerushin, and he is not sure that if the woman was in fact gerusha. So too, if she says that she, if she doesn't know that she was divorced, even if she herself who says that she doesn't know if she was divorced and marries one of the edim that say that she was divorced, she must leave this marriage, and the child is a safik mamzer. If two people say we saw that she was divorced, and two people say that we did not see her, if all of the people, all of the parties were in one hatzer, this woman may not get remarried, and if she did in fact marry someone, um, she does not need to leave the second marriage and the child is um, valid uh, because um, it is um, it is common um, and we, the Bet recognizes the fact that sometimes people may do gerushin um, in private. <laughs> if a woman was not presumed to be an eshet ish, and one witness comes and says that um, this uh, woman was an ishat ish and she was divorced. and another witness comes and says she was not divorced. Ish. The two of them in fact are testifying that she was an ishat ish, and one only one of them uh, testifies that she's a Girusha. And one witness um, is doesn't carry the same weight as two. will if she did marry some and therefore she should she cannot marry someone else and if she did marry someone else she must leave that marriage Halachatet, <laughs> isha wa anashim shiba wa min ze omer zo ishti wa ze abdi wa ze omar zo ishti wa ze abdi wa hal isha omarat shnahem abdi halazem mutirat if a woman and two men come from a, another city. One of the men says that this is my wife and this is my servant. And the other man says that, this, no, this is my wife and, and the other guy is my servant. And the woman says that both of them are my servants. <laughs> she um, can marry anyone she wants. And her te- and their testimonies cancel each other's out. And despite the fact that both of them say that she is an eshet ish, similar to the halacha before, Because each one of the men um, has his own interest in mind and testifies um, because of that, They are not to be believed. Because again, they both both testify for their own interest, for their own self. And in the case previously, um, the... Um the win- witnesses don't testify that they were ma- that they were she was married to any of them. <laughs> now um, we'll talk about the ne'emanut of a shaliah on the acceptance of Gerushin that he may have received. <laughs> if a Shaliah Kabbalah, as we mentioned before, Kabbalah is an agent that is appointed by the woman. To receive the get, so if the Shariah kabbalah um, procures the get from uh, he procre- procures the get, and the husband says that is it is a fraudulent. Uh, the um, signatures on the get is verified, or we um, verify with the edem asira. The edem sirah again are the agents who who sorry are the witnesses who witnessed the delivery. Um, And that that way we um, see um, and verify that that the get is um, valid. As we mentioned again in in Perek um, Gima. If the husband says, I only put it in his custody and left it for him to keep, and the the agent says that, no, he didn't give it to me um, simply for me to keep. Rather, he actually gave it to me um, as gerushin, and for me to give it to to um and for me to accept it on behalf of the woman. The Shaliyah is believed. <speaking in Hebrew> so too if the get was procured from by the women, and she says that the Shaliyah was the one who gave it to me and the Shariah says that yes, she is correct, and it was given to me for gerushin, but the husband says that I only gave it to him to keep, the is believed in the woman is megoreshet, if the get was lost, even if the husband says that I did give it um, as gerushin, to the Shaliah, and if the Shaliah also says that I gave it to her, the woman is because she is um, presumed to be an ish and kan ella And there is only one witness, um not including um the husband. and even if the woman says that they get was given to me and the shariah gave it to me since the husband and the shariah are testifying for her and for her benefit if it is possible that she may lie and we suspect that she was never in fact, she never in fact who received a get for a woman, And the husband sent it to her um, in the hands of two edim. untalatu. And the get, and she received the get, and she took it. and The get is procured by her. And she herself doesn't know if the husband sent it directly to her, or sent it um, to a shaliach kabbalah, to her shaliach kabbalah, or, or he sent it to his own shaliyah. She is megoreshed, as again we mentioned in Perek Zayin. If the husband comes and protests and says that he never wrote the get, or the get is invalid, it kayem share edim me'idim the get um, is verified by its signatures because the edim are pretty much testifying that the get that was given to her um, is, um, yes, that the get that, that the husband gave her was procured by her shaliah because the woman's shaliah is like an extension of herself. Even though she doesn't necessarily know who delivered the get to her shaliyah. The edim, in fact, do know. And if we cannot verify the signature of the witnesses, she is not me'goreshet. <coughs> now we'll talk um, a little bit about um, the ne'manut um, uh, in regards to the death of a husband. And these halachot, um, as I mentioned um, at the opening of the chapter, um, these halachot are used um, in the case in the cases of an aguna, and there are many many halacha lemaaser ramifications um, because um, of these halachot, and it'll become clear that Hachamim really tried to help the woman as much um, as possible and really um, avoid uh, the situation um, of an aguna. If there was a woman that was, was presumed to be an eshet ish,, and she and her husband um, happened um, to go somewhere. and the husband and wife didn't have any issues between them, and there aren't um, any um, issues at the world in the world at large. And this is important because um, if um, there was in fact issues um, between the husband, and wife, if the husband does get injured, for example, the women and they there were issues between the husband and wife. The w- wife would um, really hope for him to die and might, um, yeah, and re- and might um, come and tell someone to testify because of that. So um again, this halacha is in regards to not having issues between the husband and wife. And the fact that there, is no, there aren't any issues in the world at large, like war, for example, because if there is, in fact, a war, she might um, think that her husband died um, if, again, they were in a battlefield, for example. And, um, again, this halacha is in regards to um, no issues between the husband and wife and no issues um, in the world at large. And the wife comes and says, met ba'ali, that my husband died, ne'emenet, she is believed, beti nasee o tityabim, and she can marry um, someone else, or she, yibum, can be done to her. hazaka, she she'ena mekalkelet atzma, our presumption is that she wouldn't um, impair her own status. ve te'essor atzma al zeh ve'al zeh, ve tavsid ketubatah miseh u mizeh, ve te'otibaneha mamzerim bedavar he'asui, ve'igalot lakol, now, the again, the presumption is that she wouldn't impair her own status. Therefore, um, yeah, and she wouldn't um, render herself um, forbidden to both her first husband and um, to a second husband if she remarried. Um, thereby losing the rights of her ketubah from either one of them and also thereby causing her children's, children from the second man to be mamzerim. All of this, um, because all of this is um, and can be revealed to everyone um, in the future. <clears throat> and um, it's impossible to, um, it's impossible, it's, if in this situation is a matter in which there isn't, um, there isn't, yes, um, that denial and or argument and making that that the women that no one can deny this or make a claim against what she's saying because if again he's alive um, he will come and we will know for sure um, that he is alive. Halacha <laughs> Yod Dalit. So again just to recap, the woman is believed again if um, there aren't any issues between her and the husband and there aren't any issues in the world at large and her and her husband go somewhere um, and she comes back and claims that her husband died she is um, Also if someone if one witness came and testified that her husband died, al, she may marry someone else based on this testimony because, again, this is something that can um, be revealed. And Chachamim specifically did this, again, and, and were lenient in regards to this, in order for Jewish women not to um, um, be able to marry and not for them not to be trapped in, um, in limbo, pretty much. Also, if a servant, if this um, one witness is a servant, or a woman, or a um, female servant, um, all of which we would never typically um, consider their testimony, or if it was um, an edmi mi the witness who heard it from another someone who heard it from a witness, or um, if he heard it from, or if someone heard it from a servant, or from a female servant, or from even from a relative, all of these individuals are believed to say that so and so died. And again, the women can marry someone else, or yiboom um, can be done to her based on their testimony. And everyone is permitted to testify for this woman. Aside from the five women that we presume um, that pretty that dislike each other pretty strongly because they would have a certain interest in um, the husband um, into the husband dying. That neither of them can testify for one another um, that the husband died because they may um, they may intend to prohibit her on her new husband um, while um, he is the old husband is in fact alive and they are the following the five women again that are who's um, the only five people that we don't accept their testimony are the following um, the mother-in-law the, the the yeah the mother-in-law the mother-in-law's daughter her um, her co-wife her sister-in-law and her husband's daughter and this is extremely extremely interesting and again another way hahamim tried to um, be lenient in regards to a woman that is in this situation um, even a non-Jew who um, speaks casually, not in the context of testimony, Ne'eman is believed, and she, a woman may marry based on his testimony, as we'll see in Halakha But if, his, if what he said was in the context of testimony, he is not um, to be believed. And this is one of the only places in in halacha that we um, believe a um, a goy. Another case in which we believe a goy is um, in regards to hilchot that a goy can taste um, a mixture that um, became forbidden. For example, basar Um And but in that case, I don't think that the goy needs to be mesiach <coughs> lefitumo. And so too, um, in regards to someone who violated something me'a Torah, thereby rendering him invalid to testify, typically. In ba'ala ha'id le'isha'a shemet eno ne'eman. If he came to testify about a woman that her husband died, he is not believed. But if he was speaking casually, not in the context of a dude, he is believed. And because his status is not less um, than a non-Jew. But someone who violates something mitrabanan um, is uh, believed to testify for a woman that her husband died. Halakha Yod now we'll talk about if there are um, contradictions between sets of, of edim or even one edim against another edim. If one witness comes and testifies that her husband died, and we permitted her to marry based on his testimony. And someone else comes and contradicts the first persons and says that, no, he did not die. She does not need, her status is not changed. Um, and um, her status is not changed for the worse. And she may marry um, based on the first witness. <speaking in Hebrew> because one witness has, um, yeah, one witness in regards to a woman's marital status is considered as two witnesses um for um is yes is considered like two witnesses. And the testimony of one person cannot override the testimony of two, as again um I just mentioned the testimony of one person in regards to in a duty shah is considered like two. If the two of them come at the same time to the court, and one of them says he died, one of them says he did not die. If a woman says um, that he is dead, and another woman comes and says that he didn't die, if she she should not marry a second husband, and if she did marry someone else, she must leave him, and um, because of the fact that. Um, it is we don't, we aren't sure who is right because it is um, yeah because they come again at the same time to the bedin and it is um, it is a safek. If she married the witness who testified on her behalf, um, who said that she, that the husband died, she says and she says that it is clear to me that he died. She does, that the husband that the first husband died. She does not need um, to leave him. But if two people come and say that he did not die, even though she married, um, she um, must leave that marriage. When does this apply? This is only in regards to if one, um, if the individual who, who um, permitted her um, to marry Um, who yeah, who based on his uh, testimony we permit her to marry someone else is the same status of the two who came and contradicted his testimony. (laughs) For example, if one man comes and says that that he died and two men come and say that he didn't die. Or if a woman says, that um, he died um, or if she herself says that he died and two women come or two, and two women or two people that are come and say that he didn't die but if one valid witness a full-fledged valid witness comes and says that he died and many women or um, people who are invalid to testify come and say that he did not, did not die. They are evenly balanced. If she married um, one of the Edim, and she says that um, it is clear that he died, he definitely died, she does not need to leave the marriage. If a woman says that he died, oh he met bali, or her she herself who says that my husband died And then one valid witness comes and says that that he did not die, she cannot uh, marry someone else, and if she did marry someone else, she must leave that marriage. If a woman comes and says that he didn't die, and two women say that he died, this woman cannot Marry someone else. And if 10 women come and say that he did not die, but 11 women come and say that he did die, she may marry. Because we only say the rule of that two people are like 100 witnesses, only in regards to um, valid witnesses. But in regards to invalid witnesses, we go... According to the majority, whether uh, to be strict or to be lenient. Shine Adiem Umirin Met, Halaha Kaf Aleph. two witnesses come and say that uh, he died. Ushnaim Umrin Lomet and two witnesses say that he did not die. Harezalotina says this woman should not marry. The inni said, Tetse mi peneshi and if she did marry, she must leave that marriage because it is a safek. The inni says that but if she marries one of the Idim, he umed baridi shameth harizo lo tetse. Um, but if she married, again, one of the edim, and she says that it is clear to me that he died, she does not um, need to leave that marriage. Halakha kaf bit. mishe hayalo lo If a, someone had two wives, mehen And wife number one comes and says the following. Mit ba'ali, that my husband died. She may marry based on her own testimony. As we said, in halakha tetvav, I think. and wife number two, cannot marry because of wife number one's testimony, because, um, as we mentioned before, um, a co-wife cannot um, testify for her co-wife. Even if wife number one married first, we don't say the following. If uh, um, her husband did not die, she wouldn't um, prohibit herself because of him. Yes, even if um, wife number one marries first, it cannot be said that were her husband not dead, she would not have made herself forbidden to him because it's possible that out of hatred of wife number two, she's willing to make both of them forbidden to um, their husband. If wife number one says my husband's husband is dead and wife number two contradicts her and says that he is not dead, number one, wife number one may remarry because just as number one's testimony cannot marry number two free to remarry, neither can number two's testimony render wife number one. Uh, forbidden to remarry. Zot omeret met ve tzarata omeret neherag. W'u'ilushtehen she she'enu kayam, hara elu yin If wife number one says he is dead and wife number two says he was killed, both of them may remarry because they both agree that he is no longer um, alive. Baruch Adonai la'olam. Amen v'amen.